Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 218 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Drew. <laughs> Drew. The go- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. <laughs> oh. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio. Uh, oh, if only you could see her, because for those of you who are just listening, Sasa has on very thick black glasses. Like, Drew, like if you think of Drew Carey's Drew Carey, glasses, Drew that's Carey glasses. What I'm wearing. Some people are like, "Who's Drew Carey?" In that case, we move on because you're too young for this. So <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Hannah Chan. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. So today we will be discussing part two of three friends. Holy moly. Of chapter seven of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the Slug Club. So make sure that you've read the chapter and you're ready to creep your way through the details. This is basically what we're doing, where everything is made up and the points don't matter. I mean, that's that's true. That's literally (laughs) true. The points don't matter. Oh, my goodness. But Megan has some weekly profit news for us. I do. Exciting. Well, first of all, before I say, okay, so the weekly profit is about Cursed Child. So I just want to give a shout out that I believe tomorrow, as of today, the day we're recording, which is October 14th, I believe tomorrow Cursed Child is back in London. Yes. So that's exciting. exciting. I've been seeing that on the internet. And they still have two parts. So jelly. But. They also have announced that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is coming to Tokyo uh, with a fully Japanese cast, and it will debut in Tokyo in July of 2022. So I just thought that that was really cool. That's awesome. I don't, I tried to see if they're getting the combined or the two parts. I'm assuming they're getting the two parts just because any everywhere except north america is keeping the two parts like as of right now so like australia still has two parts germany england but i feel like that's the usual thing right (laughs) all the other countries get the good stuff in america but even canada gets the reduced one and canada's way better than us (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry canada you're too close to us we're beginning to curse you and now you're getting the crappy version of the play too (laughs) 
but we don't know if it, it's just the shortened condensed part we yeah i'm it's assuming crabby. it's crappy don't but make it lovely well we'll see but well we won't ha- we don't have plans <laughs> no but i would like Let's to see the, the condensed version just to like have a proper opinion on it at some point I, so like condensed soup i don't really care for that and we needed to add more water to it to like make it less salty so i'd like you know two parts my first thought was condensed milk and then my second thought was condensed font so i immediately <laughs> went to condensed font yeah Oh, I, yeah. I immediately thought condensed soup. Condensed had... font. Yeah. Yeah, typeface. Condensed typeface. It means like it's squishy, squished together. Condensed. That's some nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you've used a condensed typeface. You just didn't even realize it. Or appreciate it, um, Tiffany. Wow. I really just use Times New Roman. So. Graphic designers in the house. <laughs> Uh, do you know all the typefaces that are on Microsoft Word? <laughs> Microsoft Word? I love Who this. Microsoft? Meg in, a ch- in the chat said that Lori changed her mind about Cursed Child and she doesn't know how to deal with it. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Good. So that's awesome. Um, so make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube because alert, alert, I have videos planned to release all of our, what? They're done and edited. They are. All of our um, Universal slash Disney weekend trip in Orlando this summer is edited or it will be by the end of the night tonight because I have one more to do, which is just like a half of a day one. So it won't take me as long. Um, But they're going to be coming out once a week on Thursdays. And they are scheduled out for a little over a month now. Um, So go and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get alerts whenever they release. They are scheduled to release at 8 a.m. on Thursdays. So, And then after I'm done with the Disney vlogs going out, I believe that the next vlog after that is Swishmas if we vlogged. Maybe we didn't. I'm not sure. But if not, then New York. I don't so. remember. We also have some store walkthroughs left to do. We do have a couple store walkthroughs. So yeah, go subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out the videos that we put together for you guys. I like watching them. So hopefully you will too. <laughs> I like watching um, them. I do like watching them. I love going back and watching like videos of memories mm-hmm. yeah. it helps me remember things because i have a crappy memory sometimes so um anyway you can also follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at swish Flickcast. and if you would like to support us on patreon you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish by supporting our podcast it keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive felix files episodes our discord channel live recordings trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support if you would like to send in your potter stories or any questions or concerns you can do so to our email which is swishflickcast at gmail.com um is this coming out in october yeah, yeah. so um next weekend right Swish swag mm-hmm. box. This is the last month to get January's box, and we have been. We have a theme. Yeah. Is it what I said it was? 
I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with it. I like it's it. a good theme, my friends. It's a good theme. You're yeah. welcome. Oh, yes. So we officially have a theme. <laughs> we have a handful of ideas. We just need to do some research to figure out what we can get. Um, Narrowed down. But I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It'll, it should be a good so, box. Yeah. yeah. I think this will probably be my favorite because it's like on brand for <laughs> life. I love that for you. I love that for you. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> in honor of Adele's new single, I set fire to the recap. <laughs> the oldest song. Not the oldest song. That's but. one of the only ones I know off the cuff. <laughs> Love it. All right. Last time. Summer holidays coming to a close. Harry can't stop thinking about what Malfoy's up to. Little dreary action, maybe. Ron and Hermione are super over it. Everyone's still annoyed by Fleur. She's wedding planning. Feel bad for her because wedding planning can be really stressful. So, like, everyone should be helping her, but nobody, I don't think anybody really wants to. Uh, they head back to school in style. Don't they, like, get limos or something or ministry cars? Limos. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> Ministry. <laughs> Riding in style. Right. Oh, Ron and They're Hermione. Stretch Hummers. <laughs> yeah. Hot tubs. Ron and Hermione have prefect duties. <laughs> so Harry meets up with Neville and Luna. Ginny's too busy with Dean. Ooh. Ooh. And Harry's reminded they don't hang out at school. And he feels a little annoyed about it. Doesn't really know why yet. Mm hmm. So. Harry gets comfortable in the compartment with his friends, aka Neville and Luna. That's right, we're Milda Vane. <laughs> Ron and Hermione join them after their meeting, and then Neville and Harry get a note inviting them to lunch with Professor Slughorn. Turns out that, that, that they weren't the only ones there to have lunch, which is really just like a thing where Slughorn interrogates these students to see if they're worthy of his time. Some of them are not, and he's very rude about it, in my opinion. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Where's the lie? So tell me what he pulls out and shows to Harry. Read that sentence. Mm. Read it. He pulled it out and showed it to Harry. Yeah, he did. So Neville pulls out his wand and shows it to Harry. And we've been waiting for this moment for a long time because we always say how much um, more Neville could do if he actually had a wand that had chosen him. If I only had a wand. (laughs) 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 so it is a cherry and unicorn hair wand and he goes on to say that he thinks it's one of the very last wands that olivander sold before he vanished which was actually kidnapped how wonderful oh sarah so cherry wood i just pulled from um wizardingworld.com about the wand woods and so cherry what olivander says this very rare wand wood creates a wand of strange power, most highly prized by the wizarding students of the school of something in Japan. I don't know how to say that. Anybody want to? Wagadu. Dane to guess. Isn't that's it Wagadu? Uganda. Damn. No, it's, it's, it's at the end. Literally, it is written in the doc. Oh, I wasn't reading the doc. <laughs> I just no, really just like the name Wagadu. I mean, I would. Wagadu. <laughs> that is the one in Africa. Mahutakura. No, I would guess. 
what did you say? Mahutakoro. That's what I would guess. See, you could have said that first, and we wouldn't have I'd had to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wagadoo. <laughs> Uh, it is, in fact, not Wagadoo. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, that's your Eileen Prince moment. <laughs> I wasn't reading is. along in their notes. <laughs> well, why not? Because I was why letting not? Tiffany just serenade me with her along voice. The notes. Why not? <laughs> okay. So, I love Hillary Duff. That is where those who own cherry wands have special prestige. The Western wand purchasers should dispel from their minds any notion that the pink blossom of the living tree makes for a frivolous or merely ornamental wand. For cherry wood often makes a wand that possesses truly lethal power, whatever the core but if teamed with dragon heartstring, the wand ought not never to be teamed with a wizard without exceptional self-control and strength of mind. Ooh. Is this like a cherry, like cherry blossom tree? Is that what they're talking about? I would assume so. Those are gorgeous. Okay. Just to say it's an opinion. <laughs> gorgeous. We've seen the ones in Washington before. TC, Tiffany and I. Yes, we have. Tiffany was like, really? Was I there? Many moons ago. So unicorn hair generally produces the most consistent magic and is least subject to fluctuations and blockages. Wands with unicorn cores are generally the most difficult to turn to the dark arts. They are the most faithful of all wands and usually remain strongly attached to their first owner, irrespective of whether he or she was an accomplished witch or wizard. Minor disadvantages of the unicorn hair are they that they do not make the most powerful wands, although the wand would may compensate. It kind of sounds like cherry would compensate for that. Um, and they are prone to melancholy if seriously mishandled, meaning that the hair may, quote, die and need replacing. I really like this for him. <laughs> Say it right. I know it sounded so snotty. I love this, but for I him. love this for him. <laughs> no, because like I think that we, I know that I personally have talked about like how um, a lot of people like underestimate him, but I think that he does have like some good strength qualities that he himself doesn't even realize because other people around him don't realize. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't be looking at chat. I see you giggling. I'm looking at myself drink from a straw. But anyway, I just think that I think it's really good for him. Yeah. And I like it. I like that one. He has his own wand and I think it suits him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so Trevor, shout out to Trevor. It's been a minute. (laughs) We haven't heard from you in a while. It's been a ribbit. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor. Trevor makes for an escape. And I feel bad because Trevor Trevor doesn't want to be there. <laughs> he never well, wants like, to be there. Are frogs meant to be It's pets? a toad. Are toads meant to be pets? Also, no. They should not be kept in one's pocket. <laughs> well, there you go. Like, I love you, Neville. Come I on, do, Neville. Let him, let him be free. Let him go. Let him go. Truly. Don't hold him captive anymore. That's it. I don't know why I do the things I do. I apologize, everyone. Thank you. We... We'll we'll accept your apology when we see your actions start to change. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so Luna asks if they are doing DA meetings this year, 
And as she's asking, she's also wearing a pair of psychedelic spectacles from the middle of the quibbler. And I asked, are these the glasses we always see her in? Because then they're they're named later on in are this these section. the glasses you're looking for? The pink ones that look Spectra like Spectra specs. But, like, he, so he calls them out later on. So, like, do, how does he know that that's what they're called? I don't know. Maybe it's on the In the cover. same chapter he called. He's like, oh, those... He turned when, like, Ramel Devane comes in. He, like, points yeah. out that she's wearing them and calls them by their name. I know. That's why I said. So, like, why? I don't know. Where do you learn the name, Harry? Sorry. He's a seer. It's probably on the cover of the magazine. That's my guess. Do you think he's astute enough to read it off the cover of the magazine and be like, oh, that must be what she has on her face? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So... Harry tells her that there really isn't any point in having these meetings anymore now that the pink lady is gone. And when Neville emerges from under the seat with Trevor, he looks really disappointed. He and Luna are both really going to miss these meetings. Neville says that he learned so much from Harry. And Luna said it was like having friends. Luna? They are your friends. Yeah. I don't think she... I don't think she is like, like fully realize that like Ginny truly is her friend yeah and I just <laughs> like yeah I just feel really bad and my heart breaks for her she's got friends now I think she's, she's just not used to the idea of of it she's just not used to the idea of it and it's like I she'll get she'll get there you know yeah I so love here's her. a quote it says, this was one of those uncomfortable things Luna often said, which made Harry feel a squirming mixture of pity and embarrassment. And I think that Harry really doesn't know how to react to Luna sometimes. I think sometimes yeah. they really, really <laughs> understand each other with the things that they discuss. And then mm-hmm. there's other times where he is so thrown off and he like is awkward turtle and he doesn't know what to say. And yeah. she is so direct Mm-hmm. And I think I think when people and this goes with anybody who is direct, I feel like it sometimes throws people off and they don't know how to react um, because being direct can sometimes be seen as being mean or being rude or being negative. But yeah, for we sure. need to move away from that because I feel like if more people were direct in the way that they talk and communicate, there would be a lot less misunderstandings in this world if you just say what you need to say (laughs) you know what i mean so i praise luna for being direct because i really i really like that trait and so he obviously doesn't really know how to respond and there's a disturbance just then outside the compartment door and it's a giggling group of girls from the fourth year and i am requesting that this be acted out all right, all right. I'm so leaving this. Katie, okay. you are yellow. Okay. Sarah, you are blue. And Megan, I gave you the best part because I thought you could do it justice. Oh, okay, thanks. Notice okay. how Tiffany does not have a part in this. Excuse I me. That's fine. Everybody, are we ready? Yep. <laughs> Sarah, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. You ask him. No, you. I'll do it. Hi, Harry. I'm Ramilda. Ramilda Vane. Why don't you join us in our compartment? You don't have to sit with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My 
my kid. So proud. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello, Ramilda. So the scene in the compartment is one to remember because Neville's bottom is sticking up out from under the seat where he was again looking for Trevor, who made another bid at freedom. And Luna is wearing the Spectre specs and looking like a, quote, demented, multicolored owl. And I love this. I love every little bit of it because it's it's just them. <laughs> you know, this is what happens when you hang out with Luna and Neville. And Harry's in no mood. And he tells Romilda that they are friends of his. And he says it coldly. Yes. Good. It reminds me very much of him meeting Draco. And he's like, I can help you be friends. Blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, no. mm-hmm. Bye. And like he had just met Ron and he was like, he knows. No. Yeah. I think I can tell the wrong sort for myself. myself. Thanks. 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 So Romilda says, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Be quiet. And so she and her crew leave and I don't pull her character profile because I figure we can do that a little more later on. Sure. Um, She has a... Maybe we'll do a Felix Files on her too. A substantial part in almost killing Ron. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not unintentionally. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And so um Luna tells him that people will be expecting him to have cooler friends than them and Harry tells him that they are cool. <laughs> and I love him cuz that's a really sweet thing to say. He said, "Quote, none of them was at the ministry. They didn't fight with me." And that's a very nice thing to say, beamed Luna. Then she pushed her specter specs further up her nose and settled down to read the quibbler. How do you know what those are called, Harry? Hmm? Yeah, Harry. Hmm? He's thought about it three times. He's a seer. Actually, I think it's twice. Anyways, <laughs> Neville tries to downplay what he did at the ministry and is like, but we didn't face him, you know, because Harry did, but none of them, you know. None of them were with him during that time. Quote, you did. You should hear my grand talk about you. That Harry Potter's got more backbone than the whole Ministry of, of Magic put together. She'd give anything to have you as a grandson. And here we are back at Heartbreak for now. Uh, <sighs> the fact that Neville is kept, like, Neville has caught on to these feelings is what's so heartbreaking. It's like... I don't think they're, like, hidden from him. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're blatant about how they don't think that he's good enough. It sucks. He is better than good enough. Yes. Okay. We love you enough for your family. Your wife might not care about that, but... (laughs) In a fictional world, (laughs) everything's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Harry laughs uncomfortably because that's also an uncomfortable thing to hear. Um, And he changes the subject to OWLs and Neville recites his grades um, to Harry, wondering if he would be able to take Newt level transfiguration without getting or with getting unacceptable. Harry wasn't really listening and he goes into like his own thoughts. And this all goes back to Voldemort. I mean, the reason why all a lot of these things are happening is because of him. Like this uncomfortable conversation is, was happening because of Voldemort. And So Harry thinks Neville's childhood had been blighted by Voldemort just as much as Harry's had. 
but Neville had no idea how close he had come to having Harry's destiny. The prophecy could have referred to either of them, yet for his own inscrutable reasons, Voldemort had chosen to believe that Harry was the one meant. And we've talked about this a lot. And, you know, we talked about would Neville's mother have sacrificed her life for his and... I think she would have. I think she would have. But I don't think hey, she would have gotten my the part. choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Hey. But yes, the whole choice thing. So Harry's thinking all these things that we were just talking about. Like, had Voldemort chosen Neville, maybe Neville would be sitting across from him with a lightning-shaped scar on his forehead. He would have the weight of the prophecy that Harry's now learned about. Um, would Alice have died to save Neville like Lily died for Harry or like Lily did for Harry? And I think, of course, she would have, but I don't think that Voldemort would have given her a chance to step aside. And that's kind mm -hmm. of an important part of the sacrificial protection. You have to. So I went onto the wiki page for it just to like confirm. I know we've like talked about this a million times, but I was like. This will be the time that I talk about it wrong because, you know, that's what I do. So um, it says here the requirements are in order for the protection to form, the victim must be given the option to live but consciously choose death. This is why James Potter's death didn't confer magical protection on Lily and Harry in 1981 because Voldemort did not give him a chance to survive. Okay. Um, however, because of Snape's love for Lily, love for Lily, <laughs> I just feel like I always have to put that in quotations because I just, I don't feel it. But anyway, um, because he begged Voldemort to give Lily the chance to live, that is what caused the protection unknowingly to Voldemort. Um, so because of that, I do not think that Neville would have been given the protection that Harry has, which would have meant that Neville would have just died. So that is a sad tweet. It is a sad tweet. Yeah. So, okay. Think with me here in a more sad, think, think, think. more down a sad trail. Say Neville, Neville died, right? Do you think Voldemort would have gone after the other to make it complete? I don't think, think so. thought it was good. How can how could he have been so sure? Is he I know he's arrogant. Jeez. Would you not I don't know. all he your might bases? Have done it. I guess maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't have the opportunity to try now? and go kill Neville because he was already basically the True, well, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I guess I because that happened, he clearly chose correctly or whatever, you know what I mean? So yeah. like now why even bother to go? <laughs> To yeah. go after. Maybe he was thinking, like, when he chose the Potters, because, like, oh, here's my buddy Snape. I'll let the girl live, kill everybody else, and then Snape can have the woman. And maybe that's part of the reason why he chose the Potters. Maybe. Thinking, like, oh, here's a prize for my, like, handyman Snape. This is not his handyman, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like crazy to think that had he chosen Neville, like there wouldn't be a chosen one. Harry would maybe still have his mom, but I guess maybe not if 
Voldemort did decide to just go after both. Be Voldemort yeah. Day, man. Voldemort oh, Day all around. It's the best day Neville of the year. would be gone. <laughs> like Voldemort it's just Valor. really sad to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A lot of things would have been very different. And like it could have just been the difference, not just not just because this is big. Like Neville's family could have died. And then everything with Harry could have still happened had Voldemort gone after both children, right? But, like, it also could have just meant that, like, Neville and his family died and then, like, Harry could have maybe still had his mom, depending on, like, how the situation plays out. It's just not a good situation all around. Like, no matter what happens, it's not good. Yeah, Voldemort sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. Of year. <laughs> so Neville looks over at Harry and just goes, are you all right, Harry? You look funny. <laughs> thanks, Neville. <laughs> I know. I've been like, geez, thanks, dude. But Harry is just like, sorry, I. And he gets cut off because Luna goes, Raxpert got you? Looking at Harry through her specter specs. And a Raxpert, according to Luna and her father don't know if they really exist but they're invisible they float in through your ears and make your brain go fuzzy and she had thought that she felt one zooming around here and those spectra specs aid in her seeing them i was just thinking how cool to be if luna met newt but guess what she marries his grandson so like imagine the conversations they have over like real quick creatures and these mythical ones that she talks about this is true we don't who know are maybe sure real mythical yeah no. maybe a real sport's real but maybe that's like not its proper name or something or maybe it is right. its proper name right. my whole life is raxpert's truth uh, no truer words right? have been spoken <laughs> it's called millennial burnout that's what a raxpert is mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um I'm raxpert i'm raxpert <laughs> <laughs> So Harry and Neville just catch each other's eyes and start talking about Quidditch to move the conversation away from Raxperts because they just don't really want to talk about them. Um, and then we uh, we move on to talking about the weather in the book, which is this just seemed random to me. Uh, we're talking about the weather. They pass stretches of chilling mist. I don't know. Are there Dementors around? Is that why there's chilling mist? Or is it just Scotland? I have no idea. You don't know. (laughs) Just Scotland. (laughs) Then, or Northern England. I don't know where they are. Um, So then they are out into weak, clear sunlight. And then Ron and Hermione enter the compartment at last. Wish the lunch trolley would hurry up. I'm starving, said Ron, as he slumped into the seat beside Harry, which is just such a Ron entrance, and I love it. Um, And then Ron tells them that Malfoy is not doing prefect duty. He was just sitting in the compartment with the other Slytherins. And honestly, if I was Ron and I saw that, I would be like, so you mean to tell me I could have just gone to the compartment and hung out with Harry instead of doing all of this BS? <laughs> right. Dude. Malfoy's getting away with it. Why can't I get away with it? Is he still a prefect, though? Yeah. Who? Malfoy. Malfoy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Harry is like, this is a little sus, don't you think? (laughs) It's a little bit unlike Malfoy to not want to use his power as prefect, no? And Ron is like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, it is unlike him to not want to go and bully the first years, at least. Oh, you don't say. 
And Harry, in his mind, is just like, doesn't this look as though Malfoy had more important things on his mind than bullying younger students? Like, you know, Death Eater stuff. And Hermione is just like, maybe he just preferred the Inquisitorial Squad, which is probably true because he got yeah, away he with to like torture people. <laughs> right. Like they got away with a whole lot more on the Inquisitorial Squad. Um, the Squiz Squad. I think Squiz he squad. just in has Squiz other squad. fish to fry this year. For sure. Literally. Other Dumbledore's Basically, <laughs> basically, <laughs> Harry's right. <laughs> Harry's right. So Harry's in the middle of saying, I don't think so. I think he's when he gets cut off because a breathless third year girl steps inside and hands two rolls of parchment to Harry and Neville, saying that she was told to deliver them to them. And Ron is like, what is that? And Harry's just like an invitation. And all it says is, Harry, I would be delighted if you would join me for a bite of lunch in compartment C. Sincerely, Professor H.E.F. Slughorn. I need you to read the note again, and I need you to read it like Slughorn. Oh, God. Come What's on. his voice sound like? He sounds pretty jolly. Doesn't he sound <laughs> like a lion, right? Oh, wait, no. No, that's that's, that's Scrudgemere. Scrudgemere, you're right. And he He's looks walrus. like a lion. Think about what a walrus like would sound like. Harry. If a walrus could talk. <laughs> yeah. I would be delighted if you would join me for lunch. Wait. Join me for a bite of lunch in compartment C. Sincerely, Professor Hef Slughorn. Sincerely. You should get two straws so you have walrus teeth so you can speak right. Yes. You did so well. You were like say half. acting. I was wondering like, what? What's his name? Horace. Yeah, but what's EF? We I just did a Felix Files Horus on him, and extra none of us can remember. Fabulous Slughorn. Yeah, well, oh. that's a good <laughs> trivia question. It is a great trivia Eugene question. Blackus. Eugene there we Blackus. Go. You, yeah, Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. <laughs> it's Eugene. it's Horace Fitzherbert. It's Horace Eugene Fitzherbert Slughorn. <laughs> they just can't get my nose right. <laughs> I can't believe this. All right. So Neville's like, who's Professor Slughorn? And Harry's like, eh, new teacher. I guess we're going to have to go. And Harry knows everything, you know? So Neville Not nervously. Everything. We talk about that later on, how much he doesn't know. How does she know everything? It's on his suitcase, Ronald. <laughs> oh. uh, so Neville nervously asks, like, well, what does he want me for? And, like, he sounds like he's expecting detention. Um, and Harry's like, I have no idea. That's not totally true because he has a little bit of a hunch of why they might be going. Is um, Eric Bunch going to be there? I don't know. We'll Munch. find out. Is he part He's of the going slug to club? warn you, Harry. He's going to try to collect you. Um, so he suggests going under the invisibility cloak so they can get a good look at Malfoy on the way to see what he's up to. And I like how, like, Neville's just, like, in on this now. Like last year, he they never, never would have been included. Yeah. yeah, you know. But last year, last year we weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just something that he only trusts around Hermione anymore. He's open to, you know, um, what's well, the word I'm looking for? Trashing Malfoy openly to his other friends now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's not such a good idea because you're on the Hogwarts Express. There's a lot of kids running around. The corridor's pretty crowded. So they give it up, but poor Harry thinks it would have been nice to wear anyway because 
so many people are staring at him and it seems to have been so much more intense this time He's extra famous right than the last time he had walked down the train and like st- students are literally hurtling themselves out of the compartments to try and get a good look at him except for cho chang who hurried into her compartment when she saw harry coming <sighs> discord i need to channel your positive thoughts here because i'm the one that got this section and i i just apologize for what might happen from here on out uh, we all know how we all feel about marietta it's fine oh, you said the name she must not be named so harry passes by he sees cho deep in concentration with marietta she was wearing a very thick layer of makeup that didn't entirely hide the odd formation of pimples still etched across her face harry smirks a little bit and continues on Okay, good. We made it through. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody say anything. Nobody move. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it at length. I know. <laughs> so they get to compartment C. They find out they're not the only ones who've been invited. But Harry does seem to be the most highly anticipated, though, because Slughorn, like, jumps up at the side of him. He's like, Harry, my boy, good to see you. Good to see you. And then he's like, oh, you must be Mr. Longbottom. And Neville looks super scared, but nods. So they sit down and Harry's like looking around at the other kids that are there. He recognizes a Slytherin from their year. There's two seventh year boys he doesn't know. And Ginny's there too. Kind of like shoved in a corner. And she Ginny's looks like... there too. Wait, don't they know that baby... You don't put baby in a corner? Oh like, my god. What? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Go on, Judy. Anyway. <laughs> um, so it turns out that the Slytherin is Blaze Zabini. And I always want to say like Zamboni. It's I want to call him Zambini. I've Same. always said that in my head and I yeah. know that's not his name. Well, what is yeah. it? Zabini. Zabini. There's no M, but I always want to put an M. So do I. And I don't like. I, I don't, don't know, know why either. Is there, a, is there a character from our childhood that's Zam- Zambini? I don't think so. Why do we want to do this then? I don't know. Zamboni, the, like at the hockey games. There's the great Bambino. No, that's Isn't not Isn't it a Zamboni? Of. Yeah. There's Zambini, um, which is the Miracle Man. There you Archie go. Comics. I don't know anything mm. about him. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the really embarrassing story about how I always misheard the lyrics for that song, Jump On It? Oh, God, what? Tell me what you thought. <laughs> I thought what they were song? saying, you know, it's like, jump on it, jump, jump on it, it, jump on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought what did it you was... think? Come on. Uh, I always thought it was Jamboni. <laughs> Jamboni. 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 <laughs> now you'll I'd never unhear it. I'd go with that. I just told Jen the other day. So, you know that one song, I Miss You by Blink 182? Yeah. There's the one part of it where, like, there's a sound in the background. And it's like a noise that sounds like, I'm like, it sounds like you're. Like your car door is open, but your keys are still in the, the ignition. She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I know you'll never unhear it now that you hear it." Oh god! And like, to the point where I'll I'll be listening to that song sometimes when I'm driving, and it starts going to that part, and I was like, "Is something wrong?" I'm like, "It's just the song." <laughs> but listen to it, and you're like, "Oh, you're right." Hello there, angel <laughs> from my nightmare, a shadow in the background of the morn. Beautiful. We could go all day. All right, Blaze Zabini. When Slughorn introduces them, no one makes any sign of recognition, no greeting. 
quote from the book, Gryffindor and Slytherin students loathed each other on principles. Or on principle. Yeah, not okay. Let's just, like, change that. You know? So Slughorn then introduces Cormac McLaggen and Marcus Belby, two real great guys. And finally he gets to Ginny and Slughorn says, and this charming lady tells me she knows you. So Ginny grimaces at them from behind Slughorn's back. So how did Ginny get an invitation? Not that I don't think she deserves one, but is it just because like she happened to mention that she knows Harry in front of him? Is it because she's the only Weasley girl? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? She does the bat bogey hats. But But like at this point, she have gotten. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I remember this now. Um, Thank you, Tiffany. Can I be 100% honest? And I don't know if I said this in the Felix file. I may have. I don't remember the things I say. Come on. Um, in, in the nicest way possible, I feel like Slughorn is reminded of Lily Potter. And he sees Lily Potter and Jenny Weasley. Looks wise. You mean attitude wise, well, I think skill wise, fieriness, like yeah. Okay, I and I can I, see that. Yeah, and I just think that he probably saw that and was like, maybe hmm. you know how you see people that remind you of certain people, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like my parents were just on vacation over the summer, and they saw an old man sitting on a bench, and it looked like my grandpa, and my mom got choked up because of how like similar just like the mannerisms how he was sitting there and i think he was eating chips and i was like that's very grandpa um but like i think that maybe seeing that in her he was like lily 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right i accept that can we point out that she's the only female right there is she really yeah we have named no other females in that that group right there. You're accurate. Hmm. Don't care for that. Anyways, I also don't like that Slughorn does this. So he comments that, you know, this is like pleasant. Like, you know, and like, I, I, I feel like when you see this, like when you consume media, like whether it's a TV show or a movie or something, I'm laughing because I said something like this last night and Tiffany was like, you said that in an odd way. But you see them they're like sitting down with like a group of people and they're like oh well this is pleasant and he says how like he picked lunch because like the stuff that comes off the trolley doesn't agree with him and he offers first some pheasant to belby and then he starts to talk to him about his uncle um and i'm gonna probably say this incorrectly but his uncle's name is democules sure sure Slughorn asks him if he sees much of his uncle, which makes Marcus literally choke. So then Slughorn literally has to magic his airway free so he could breathe. Um, And then we find out that, no, his dad and his uncle don't really get on, so they don't see him much. Um, So I want to talk about a few Democules. So first, we're going to talk about his uncle. And he was a wizard and a potioneer, and he um, is credited with inventing the wolf spaying potion, which we know is very important for um, werewolves. Yes. I think it's Damocles. Sure, Damocles. I knew that sounded familiar, but isn't there... Did you look like old... Okay, it's Damocles. Don't you worry. I, I got some Britannica.com up okay. as well. I just figured I'd <laughs> I go also, with Harry Potter first and then talk about... I but you're probably right. You know me. I can't read. I know. Well, that's why I wanted to help you out. It's Damocles. His, well, it's also uh, not like a Mr. normal Belby. name, so yeah. that's fine. 
Yeah. Um, and it says that he um, that the that achievement was most likely the reason that why he was um, awarded an Order of Merlin Award. Um, there's not a crazy stuff about him. Just let he um, made the potion and how that specific potion development led to werewolves gaining a better chance to integrate themselves into wizarding society. Um, and then we know that Marcus says that like his father and his uncle do not get along. Um, and he doesn't have a lot of contact with his uncle and doesn't really know he and he and his uncle don't know each other very well. Um, and let's see, it says some other things. So the etymology, I'm going to talk about it too. It was it's a form of a Greek name, which is the same. Democles, right? Is that what you said? Damocles. Damocles. Um, which was derived from the people. And then it's glory, I guess. And so um, it doesn't really talk about... It says, in the Greek legend, Damocles was a member of the court of Dionysus the Elder, the king of um, Syracuse, what is it Damocles <laughs> expressed envy of the king's station so Dionysus offered to switch roles with him for a day to illustrate to Damocles the peril of a man in his position he suspended a sword over the throne so I also looked up well when I looked up um, Damocles like Harry Potter another name came up so I just thought it'd be interesting to remind everybody <laughs> that there's Damocles Rowell, who was a minister of magic, and he was an anti-muggle wizard politician who rose to the rank of minister of magic from 1718 to 1726, and he is responsible for the creation of the wizard prison known as Azkaban oh, and yeah. for utilizing the Dementor colony living on the island as the prison guards. So, Swell, dude. Sweet. Fact. Um, any hoosies, what else did I do? Oh, and then, cause I also Googled, cause like the name reminded me of, um, like Greek mythology, basically. The olden days, <laughs> but the super olden and days. And so this is from Britannica.com and it says Damocles, Damocles flourished fourth century BCE, a courtier of Dionysus the first of Syracuse and Sicily, tyrant from 405 to 367 BCE. Um, this courtier is known to history through the legend of the sword of Damocles. So according to the legend, when Damocles spoke in extravagant terms of his sovereign's happiness, Dionysus invited him to a sumptuous banquet and seated him beneath a naked sword that was suspended from the ceiling by a single thread. Thus did the tyrant demonstrate that the fortunes of men who hold power are as precarious as the predicament in which he had placed his guest. Um, this story is related in Cicero? <laughs> and then it's a word that's not in English and it's basically cow conversations at Tusculum book five. So fun fact. That's what we know. Cicero. Lip shits. So then I looked up the spell that he uses. Um, and in my head, I was figuring out how to pronounce it. And then I looked and I was pronouncing it correct in my head. So it's anapneo which was the incantation of a healing spell that cleared the target's airway by vanishing whatever the target was choking on. Um, and this is what Slughorn uses on Marcus Belby's 
on him because he's choking on pheasant. It's a pretty useful spell. Sounds pleasant. Joke. Does not sound pleasant. Um, <laughs> Sounds pheasant. The Greek word anapneo um, means I breathe, which is good when you're choking. That's what you literally need to do is breathe. Not literally. <laughs> like, that's what you're trying. Get it out so you can breathe. Anyways. So Slughorn isn't impressed, and he even stops listening to Marcus before he's even done talking, and he moves on to talk to Cormac McClagan. Um, and he's saying that he's seen a picture of him, and I wrote Marcus when I meant to wrote write Cormac. He's he's seen a picture of Cormac with his uncle, so he knows that they spend time together. So he like blatantly is like, "Oh, you don't talk to your famous uncle? Well, I'm going to talk to this kid. I don't even care what you have to say anymore. So like, let me talk to Cormac because I've seen a picture with him and his uncle. Um, so he knows that they spend time together. And turns out he was hunting nogtails with his uncle and not just with his uncle, but also with Bertie Higgs and Rufus Scrimmager. Scrimmager. <laughs> Is that I, real? I don't know how to say his last name. So yes, yes, it was real. Oh, that makes me happy. So Slughorn isn't very impressed that he knows both of those people and he gives Cormac some pies and it's noted that Marcus doesn't even get offered any of them. And this is what I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with what their talents. It literally has to do with who they know, which is garbage. And yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Let's talk about Nogtails. <laughs> I don't like Nogtails. <laughs> They're terrifying. <laughs> Um, so a nogtail was a demon resembling a stunted piglet, what? but with narrow black eyes, a thick stubby tail and long legs. The legs are so long. It's um, disgusting. Ugh. I hate it. It's got I also, real chills. I also looked it up in the bestiary book, bestiary book. Bestiary, I think. Um, that is the unofficial book for Michael Nett. Um, Ew, so it's referenced, obviously. Like yeah, it's terrible. Um, size is small, status is mortal. Notable features, pig-like, long mortal. legs, a thick tail, dark, narrow eyes. I mean, you can kill it, I'm guessing. Oh. So did you know that, uh, oh, we already know this, that Cormac McCladdon is known to have hunted nogtails in Norfolk with his uncle Tiberius? What a name. Little did you know that his uncle's last name is actually Kirk. <laughs> Captain? Yes. Tiberius, what? No, it's James Tiberius, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So t- he goes by his middle name, so he doesn't get confused. So people don't think he's really in space because you know Katie's brother's know. middle name is Tiberius. It is. It's great. Um, <laughs> he also was hunting, as we know, Bertie Higgs and Rufus Grudgemere. It says nogtails are the bane of farmers across America, Russia, and Europe, cursing farms by suckling with piglets. As these beasts can be driven away by only only by a pure white dog, the pest subdivision of the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures employs albino bloodhounds to chase away nogtails. Um, so that's cool. I guess. I it doesn't it. say like what. Um, <laughs> I do. What? I hate it. <laughs> oh, it has a class classification of three. Three X's. Then it says this cl- category is for creatures in the wizarding world that are classified by three X's by the Ministry of Magic, and these creatures should be no trouble to competent wizards. So, fun fact. Those are long tales. I looked up Tiberius. JT. JT. I want to say York because that's the kid from um, 
Degrassi. R.I.P. Um, so Tiberius was a wizard and uncle of Cormac McLeod, and he worked at the Ministry of Magic, and according to Draco Malfoy, was highly influential there. He was close with the Minister of Magic, Rufus Scrimmager, um, and would often go hunting Nogtails, we know this, with Bernie Higgs. <laughs> Him and Bernie Higgs. Um, and he was a member of Horace Slughorn Slug Club. Uh, the name Tiberius, this is the etymology, is a Roman praenomine? Or given name, meaning of the Tiber in Latin. The Tiber is the river that runs through Rome. Tiberius was the second Roman emperor, the stepson of Emperor Augustus. Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. He was a paranoid and... God, I want to say statistic, and that's not the word. Sadistic emperor. Oh, I was like, I don't know ordered mass arrests while spending most of his time in his palace on the Isle of Capri, engaging in all manners of sexual immorality. Okay, okay. good for you. <laughs> um, so that's good old Tiberius. We don't know much about him. Let's go, Bertie Higgs. Um, a lot was of a wizard here. which runs with Tiberius and Rufus Scrimmager. They'd all hunt nogtails together if you didn't know. Uh, and that's all the wiki has on him. And there's Anyways, that. The ghosts are back. <laughs> um, and then we know, I'm not going to go too much into Rufus Scrimmager because obviously we know more about him. Um, the man that plays him was also in Pirates of the Caribbean. And that's always what I think of because he's... Um, I thought Davy Jones, I believe. In that one thing. That he's also, yes, he's also in. Um, Love, actually. Yes. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it oh in my, my toes. Oh, my God. This is all around me. <gasps> it's that <laughs> guy. Yeah. It. yeah. And he's Davy Jones, because I always think of him with the, when he's got his beard moving and he's talking Davey about whatever. Davy Jones. Davy so Jones. <laughs> Rufus Scrimmager was a British wizard. <laughs> powerful ranking official he was the minister of magic uh, at this point in the novel he originally joined as an auror um where he became a hardened veteran spending most of his life fighting dark wizards um he then became the head of the auror office dirt the second wizarding war he was appointed in 1996 to succeed cornelius fudge we meet him at the beginning of this book um when he meets with the muggle prime minister um so I don't want to go into too much of him because when we've talked about him in two, we'll, have we done a Felix Fellows on him or we will? we will? I don't think we have, but yeah, we will for sure. Um, Cause obviously there's a lot more on him than these other, I don't want to call them fools, but I knew you were going to say fools. <laughs> I felt it coming. Um, but it's interesting because he, they have him in the calamity. Huh? Oh, maybe I guess he was... I don't really know how that whole game worked because it said he appeared as a foundable during the Calamity, which is that, that video mm-hmm. game on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were able to fram and so he could return to his original time. I don't know. Whatever, you know. Weird. I, didn't, I don't really play that game. The word Calamity um, always makes me think of that one all-time low song that I won't be able to sing because I don't know it that well, but I just think of it every time. <laughs> calamity. So the, yeah. Um, etymology of... This man's name, Rufus, is a Latin name meaning red. It was a Roman cognomen. 
as well as the nickname of King William II of England, who had the reputation for being an effective soldier, but a ruthless and unpopular ruler. Skirmager is a Scottish surname that is believed to probably mean skirmish from the French escrimier, meaning swordsman. I don't know if I said that right. His name, therefore, loosely translates to red skirmish or red swordsman. So there's Rufus, Rufus Scrimmager. Um, and then I'm going to read from the chapter because I like to do that from time to time. I have to make sure I'm on the right page. Okay. So it was as Harry had suspected. Everyone here seemed to have been invited because they were connected to someone well-known or influential, except everyone except Ginny. Zambini, who was interrogated after, did I say that right? interrogated it's no. zambini. Zabini. 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 did i say zambini yeah you may have it's just zabini who was interrogated after mcclagan turned out to have a famously beautiful witch for a mother from what harry could make out she had been married seven times thank you each of her husbands dying mysteriously and leaving her mounds of gold so black widow anyone yes it was neville's turn next this was a very uncomfortable 10 minutes for neville's parents well-known orders had been tortured into insanity by bellatrix lestrange and a couple of death eater cronies at the end of neville's interview harry had the impression that slughorn was reserving judgment on neville yet to see whether he had any of his parents swear i think that's honestly really garbage of him to do to neville because no one really knows that and like he doesn't Neville doesn't talk about that and that's mm-hmm. not that's not something that is Slughorn's story to tell so I personally think that's trash that he made him talk about that yeah so now it's Harry's turn and he's been dreading this because honestly like Harry doesn't like to be um in the center of attention so um Slughorn marks that he feels like he's barely scratched the surface of Harry since they've met or when they met, you know, he mentions that he's now being called the chosen one. Um, and he says this and then Harry notes that like Belby McClagan and Zabini Zabini are all like looking at him. And then Slughorn says that there have been rumors of how powerful Harry is because of like everything that happened, um, that night at his house, like with his parents and he names Lillian James and like Voldemort and they're like, and you survived. And, I wonder how powerful you have to be to have been through that. I don't know. I don't love Slughorn. I kind of hate him. I don't hate him, but I don't like him. <laughs> I can understand. I understand, yeah. Yeah. I understand. I, yeah. I don't like some of the things that he does, but I'm, and then the other times I'm kind of like indifferent. But yeah, that is the... That's it. That's where we leave that's off. That's the part two of the three-parter. It's a long chapter, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, it is. It's a very long chapter. It could have been like the train ride to Hogwarts and then the Slug Club, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been its own chapter. Um. All right. Lightning bolt round. <laughs> Ooh, I have a question for us. What would you, if you were having your own luncheon with students, what would you want served there? I Pizza. want, I want an appetizer. I want a main course, and I want a dessert and a beverage. Oh my god! 
I want oh Coke and a and pizza. <laughs> right. With ice for cream school, cake for a school outing or school lunch. It's not an, and it's not even an outing. But they're school lunch, pizza. Be more creative, you fools. Coke. That's delicious. That's all what you, are you need. Talking about? That's, no. It's so good. Now I want it's perfect. Pizza. Me too. Well, li- people listening, let me know what you would do instead of these fools that are just having I pizza. Get a chance. Are you going to tell me pizza and Coke? Because no. that's lame. No. What I was going like to say, say, if I could have whatever I wanted, because this is about me and I'm Slughorn, so I'm going to be selfish. <laughs> I want some chicken wings. Mm-hmm. As an is that your appetizer? That's okay. my appetizer. Some chicken wings. And then it's like build your own sub. So you got all like all the toppings and all the breads and the cheeses and, and, and the meats. That sounds yeah. gross. Sounds good. Yeah. Wait, can, we add, can we add can we add subs like to the list of things? But you also I like subs, that. but like I would never <laughs> like I didn't hear what you said, so you can have chips as a side. Okay. Dessert. Dole whip. Mm. <laughs> okay. And that's what I want. I want those Chipotle, Chipotle barbecue rub. Chipotle bar. Oh yeah, those yeah, are yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. Or six pepper. Mm-hmm. Six pepper. Yeah. Uh, my beverage of choice, um, like a nice cold ginger ale. Mm. I like a Canada Dry. Canada Dry. If you're listening and you want to sponsor, I will maybe always a, a sponsor root beer you. from time to time. Mm. I enjoy a root beer. Do you like a root beer float? God, I haven't had one in a long time, I and I don't hate think so. Them. I don't think so i don't like i don't think i hate them other. but if someone was like do you want a root beer float i would say no i thank too you would say no i don't like the ice cream in the like it does something together it gets all foamy yeah yeah i don't like it okay that's what i would have what would you have <sighs> i might what, do like maybe are? garlic shrimp for an appetizer with like what a little if crostini? i'm allergic uh then maybe bruschetta on some Ooh, nice crostini yes. like okay. some nice crusty bread okay um, or like even like uh, um, cheesy bread. Yeah. Garlicky cheesy bread. Mm-hmm. I probably, because I'm now craving this, do like a nice pot roast. I had that Potatoes, this week. I apologize. Onions. You here. You know, the like with some crusty bread inside. <laughs> and for dessert. I would have crusty bread. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a French silk pie. Oh, God. You're speaking my language. Yeah. I feel not like you guys beverage. are thinking about a lunch party for like 30 year olds and not 16 the, year olds. The man served pheasant. <laughs> I mean, I know. And it's like too much. He should have just gotten not, some Zaz it's, it's and a 12 pack says, of Coke and called it a day. I don't care about them. They're there for me. That's right. exactly what that man is thinking. Yeah. Serve them pheasant. I'm going to serve them pot roast. And let me tell you, as a 16 year old, I loved pot I roast. I love pot roast as well. So I would have eaten it. Meg, I, I got us. I got us. Ready? Wings. Flown in sourdough bread bowls from San Fran with some broccoli cheddar soup. Yes. Some mac and cheese. See, you got to think big. You went, I mean, you went to I want pizza, pizza because you're hungry right now. I'm, I'm on my wife's side with pizza. pizza. I'm not hungry right now, but I you're don't hungry. have good I'm pizza in now. Florida. So if <laughs> I can have an opportunity to have good pizza, I'm taking it. True. All right. Because the best pizza, pizza in the radius of my home is Little Caesars. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is sad. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Pizza is not my favorite food, so 
Yeah. I like pizza. It's my favorite. I would eat other things before I eat pizza. I agree with that statement. And you guys live in the city that has like the best pizza. Yeah, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I, I typically eat good pizza though when I eat it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not your favorite. So you're not allowed. Mm, okay, I have access to all this awesome. good pizza, Literally but like I don't like it that much. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't put pizza don't in my mouth unless like it's it really good. <laughs> it's not my favorite food, and that's okay. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sam asks, "Do you think that Neville should have been told about how close he came to being the chosen one?" Or was it better to just live in ignorant bliss? I don't think there's well, a reason like it, for it. What good would that have yeah. done besides yeah. stress him the heck out and make him feel guilty that yeah. he wasn't doing all the work? You know what I mean? No. Let him. Ignorance is bliss. Let him live. He already has a tough life. Yeah. I think there would be no purpose yeah. to do that. No. What was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here. All of us are passionate, and Katie's like, I don't know what we're talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, Do you think that Neville should have been told about how close he came to being the chosen one? No, he doesn't need that in his life. There there you go. Meg asks. You? You? No. (laughs) But she is a Slytherin, so it's cool. Same person. What do you think would have happened if Voldemort chose to ignore the prophecy and marked neither boy? I I think that I think um, it would never have happened because I think he's too fixated on himself and living forever. So we're saying the prophecy exists, but Voldemort didn't hear it. Is that what you said? Yeah, or ignored it or ignored didn't it. Ignored it. If he didn't hear it, maybe let's Here's go with he thing. didn't hear it because then do we can actually really come up with an answer. Happened? You know what I really think would have happened? It would have happened anyways. Well, I think Dumbledore would have raised both those young men. Here's my thing, though. I, in in my opinion of, like, especially, like, reading books, of, like, even if you try to, like, go around a prophecy or you, like, the it person that's about, it fulfilled. always ends up going, like, it happens anyways. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that there was any other way it would have happened. Personally. I stand by what I said. Cause but no, but I like I'm saying, let's answer it oh, as if. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, you pulled it out. I did. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, let's answer it. Not as if he's ignoring it, but as if he never heard it. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I don't, I think that even if he hadn't heard it, something would have happened for it to have been in fruition. And it would have gone like, regardless if I'm hearing or not, does not make the prophecy null and void like it still would have like something would have happened like does that make sense but do you think that do you think that he could have marked one of like I feel like knowing about it is the only way that he could have like chosen to mark one of them whereas like I agree something could have happened to like make the prophecy come to fruition such as like only one can live like the other one had like they have to kill one or the other but like I don't I, I don't think that like one of the boys would have been marked if Voldemort didn't know about it. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is I think that it I think it would have happened, but not the way it's happened because he knew about it. I think it would have happened differently, but I still think it would have happened. Like marking them. Yes, he might not okay. have done it intentionally, but I think the whole thing would have happened anyways. 
regardless if you knew or not. Just maybe not not exactly in the way that it happened in this series. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a, so a separate timeline where he didn't know things would still transpire where like he marked Harry and like blah, 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 blah. I think the key to in any like in any movie or book or whatever, anytime there's a prophecy, it comes true because someone tries to make it not come true or tries to fulfill it properly. So I feel like if he didn't know about it, maybe it wouldn't happen. Maybe it wouldn't have. Yeah. Maybe that's the key to breaking a prophecy is to not try. And it's kind of like, oh, if you know the future, you kind of like screw it up because then it leads you down the path that you tried to escape so much. Yeah. Like, isn't it kind of stated at some point that like it only happened because Voldemort chose Harry? Mm. Mm. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I do kind of feel like. I do kind of feel like it, it like it would have come down to Harry or Neville. And I and I do think that because Dumbledore heard it, he would have prepared for it. So maybe because Dumbledore was acting on the prophecy, that would have put it into play. Even though Voldemort didn't, Dumbledore did. So that would have pushed it along. And right. he would have, like what Tiffany said before, like prepared both of them. Yeah. Yes. I like what um Mia said. He would he being Voldemort would have engaged with the Potters or the Longbottoms regardless just because of who they were in well, the wizarding world. Weren't yeah. they um he had He'd before they the even he knew the prophecy tried to get them on his side yeah. more than yeah. once. Mhm. Have to send Harry and Neville to an Illyrian camp. Get them ready <laughs> to fight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Sorry, I'm trying to pick one. <laughs> My mind drifted. Um, quick answers. D- Katie asks, quick answers. Do you think Rex Burts exist? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, I do. Because I feel them daily. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's just do two more. Magic by Phoenix, if you were in Harry's position, would you have let Slughorn collect you? Probably. Well, if I was in Harry's position, yeah. yeah. You would have just wanted to. I would have had to with Harry, but if any other reason, I would have been like, "Mm, not for me, peace. I probably would have seen it as a good networking opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) I would have done it. Yeah. Knowing Um, me as a teenager, I would have been a snot about it. Yeah. I'm a slug clown. Last one is from Emily. If you could recast Danny DeVito into the Harry Potter movies, who would you cast him as? You're swapping Danny DeVito out for one person in the original movie. Oh, I was going to say Peeves. (gasps) Tiffany. Oh, Peeves. Peeves. Daniel Radcliffe needs to go. Put Danny DeVito in. Dan for a Dan. We're over you. (laughs) Peeves would have been great. Um... Friends. Vernon. Friends. Oh, Vernon. He would have done a good Vernon. What if he was Mr. Weasley? Oh, he could have done a good Mr. Weasley, too. Love it. All right. I don't think that... Yeah, Illyrians are very distracting. That got me distracted. I was like, <laughs> there are things that I could say that I will on another podcast and not this one. <laughs> um... I don't think anybody got bingo, so let's see. 
Hufflepuff came in first with 300 points. Power to the Pops. Gryffindor second with 250. Oh. Wow. Some Gryffindors are like, first is worst and second is better. Second is the best. Please be advised. The following fan story contains discussions of self-harm and suicide. To skip this conversation, please move forward four minutes. All right, who wants a fan story? I do. Me. Okay. This week's fan story comes from Maggie Brooks, and this is from September of 2019. The subject line made me laugh. It said, "I catching subject title, my Potter story. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> uh, dear Tiffany, Megan, Katie, Sarah, and most importantly, Florence. My name mm. is Maggie, and I'm writing from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. A little about the kind of which I am. I'm a Gryffindor. My wand is cedarwood mm. with a phoenix feather core, 13 inches, and unbending flexibility. My Patronus is a dragonfly. That's, That's cool. cute. Her word's not mine. Kind of lame, but I'll take what I can get. No, I think it's awesome. So cool. I, I love, love dragonflies. I just started Swish and Flick a few months ago, so I'm a little behind, but thanks to my new job, I've been making a lot of progress listening. I'm on episode 53 at the moment and have been considering submitting my Potter story for a while now, although it may be long compared to others. Mine is a little different than most because, pause for dramatic effect, the only Harry Potter book I've ever read is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. My mom took me and my brother to see Sorcerer's Stone when we were younger, and in my head I thought, why read the books when I can just wait on the movies? Lazy, I know, but I was always really busy and active in sports, and I'm the type of person who picks up a book and can't put it down until I finish the entire thing. For example, when I got got (laughs) Deathly Hallows, I read it in 24 hours. Yes. (laughs) One of the reasons I love Swish and Flick is because I'm basically getting to read the books in summarized form with you four. And it's been so fun listening along and finding out so many little things I never knew about them and the story as a whole. My favorite podcast episodes are the movie to book comparisons you all do. I'm sorry you have to wait so long for those. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh those are few and far between. Although I haven't read every book, I still consider myself a diehard Harry Potter fan. I went to every midnight premiere after seeing the first movie, got Harry's scar tattooed on my wrist when I turned 18, and about nice. a month ago got Sirius Black's in- inmate number, movieism, tattooed on my arm. He's my favorite character, of course. No matter what I've gone through, Harry Potter has always been there. My junior year of college, one of my good friends from high school commuted- committed suicide, and it sent me into a pretty deep depression. I felt lost and like I was surrounded by Dementors 24-7, which I imagine is what my friend felt like for a very long time. But every every night throughout that time, I would put a Harry Potter movie on and fall asleep to it. I watched the entire series over and over for two months straight. It was one of the only things I found comforting at the time and let me get out of my head and into Hogwarts for a few hours every night. It's been three years since I lost my friend, but thanks to the trio, their adventures, and good conquering evil, I got through it. And as Sirius would say, the ones that love us never never really leave us. Listening to you girls on this podcast is the highlight of my days at work. I love all your theories, lightning bolt rounds, and how the world of Harry Potter brings so many people together. Most importantly, I love hearing the fan stories and how unique each and every one of them are. Life gets hard sometimes. Check on your friends, love one another, and don't let the muggles get you down. And then she left us with a Stephen King quote. Books and movies are like apples and oranges. They are both fruit, but taste completely different. 
<laughs> nice I like quote. that. I like that quote. It's a good story. I am I'm super really sorry. Yeah, super oh. sorry you lost your friend. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm glad that you had something to help you get through it. And mm-hmm. as we always point out, it doesn't matter if you haven't read any books or watched any movies. If you still like Harry Potter, you still like Harry Potter. If you just read the books or you just watched the movies or whatever. I, know, I hate categorizing. Yeah. I, I love that you own it and that you're you're just a fan. That's what's important, you know? True. So thanks for Very your story. True. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And that's so true. Check on your friends. Sometimes in my head I'm like, you know, like I'm really, really bad at keeping in contact. And it's something I'm trying to work on. So if in my head it pops up like... I wonder how so-and-so is doing. I'm like, you should send them a text and I will do it then because if I'm thinking about them, I should let them know because maybe subconsciously they need to hear from me. You know what I'm saying? Also, check on your friends I think you think are doing fine because a lot of times yeah. they're the ones that, that are pulling everything in. Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Who wants a joke? I flipped randomly and it's funny. All right. It's dumb, but it's funny. How does Quidditch even work? On a wing and a player. (laughs) I looked up jokes about feasts um, and none of them are appropriate because a lot of them have to do with cannibals. (laughs) (laughs) So I also I also looked up roast beef jokes like pot roast jokes because that's what I would eat at my slug club, my my Sasa club meeting. So what's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Anyone can roast beef. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh God. Let's see. A roast beef walks into a bar. Bartender says, hey, get the heck out of here. We don't serve food here. Get it. That's Sewer? Serve food here. <laughs> I was, I was like, I do not get it. <laughs> I was addicted to lunch meats, but I quit cold turkey. I'm still hooked on salami and roast beef, though. <laughs> I started a Harry Potter themed food blog. Fantastic feasts and where to find them. <laughs> That's cute. What's the difference between a unicorn and a head of cabbage? One is a funny beast and the other is a bunny feast. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> All right, you can follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Ding. What am I doing? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) So I finished the audiobook for The Dragon Reborn, which is the third book in the Wheel of Time series. And I did you like it? I did. I really liked it. So I immediately started um, Shadow Rising, which is the fourth book. I picked that up for my floor today. You did. I did. And I looked at my bookmark and I'm like, I don't think I was that far into you, but maybe. So I started that. So I'm listening to that. Very interesting start to that book. So I don't even remember it. I'm ready to see where it goes. Is that where you are, Sarah? Is the fourth one? 
Yeah. So I finally caught up to her. Dude, this audiobook is 41 hours. Oh my gosh. I thought Obama's was bad. It was 31. Oh no. These books are Wheel, long Wheel of Time is like. They're like 35 to 41 is the longest one I've read yet. So, um, listening to that. You guys, I'm really, really trying to get into a discovery of witches and like actually read that book. I just, it's not sparking anything in me. So I'm, yeah, I'm putting it down. (laughs) And this is coming for me who forced myself to read books I did not care for this year. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Let it go. So I did download, what's the one you just read, Megan? Um, Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass. So I have Throne of Glass on my Kindle. Um, and then Sarah got me like the jumbo book of Ohio ghost stories pretty much. (laughs) So I have that, um, to do a little spooky reads, but those are, um, those are like quick little stories. So, and those, those are like, they're broken down by like area. So that'll be something fun for just like quick, like pick it up, read a little bit and, and then set it back down, but it's still spooky season. So I'll be, so I'll be moving on with that. Um, I don't know. Just been teaching. There's no breaks. <laughs> I'm tired. But it's been it's not been too bad at uh, school. And it's amazing with like these kids and their resilience and wearing masks and staying apart and all of that and they do they do a better job than than you think uh first graders would do so i'm really proud of them you guys also it sounds so wild but i have more readers in my class this year than i have in a very long time and given last year i'm like amazed and i've got kids that are they're reading slow but they're reading and i am like over the moon and i'm like do you feel proud of yourself and you can't see their little mouth smile but you can see their eyes like uh, small and crinkle <laughs> and i'm like you're smiling aren't you and they're like yeah and we're rocking and rolling and it's um it's good i feel i don't know there's something about this year where i feel like i'm getting to them good. some years i feel like nobody hears me and then this is, I don't know. I don't know if it's because last year was so, so wild or what, but like, I'm actually like, I'm noticing and seeing the growth and it's October and that makes me really happy. So that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. My kids are doing good. And we did a whole like pumpkin unit. We, we started bats this week. So we're learning about bats. Look, look, freaking bats. <laughs> bats. I love, I Halloween. love Halloween. Um, <laughs> So they're learning about like megabats and microbats and what a mammal is. And were you the one that laminated something and all of it was wrong information? Do you remember that? I remember that. And that I brought a, it. I yeah. brought it home to my mom because we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. You're like I didn't look at it, and then I looked at it, and I realized it was wrong. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> It was about bats, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of it was. Like, it was some <laughs> article I found on TPT, and you know me, I'm like, it's free, downloaded it, like yeah, you it know. Was. And then I started reading it, and we were like, what the heck is this? I think I have a picture of it somewhere. Oh, that'd be great. It's look at October over the years, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm excited. I've been doing a lot of themed stuff, um, and they've been having fun. Maybe that's why I'm seeing the growth is because 
you know, it's so enjoyable and they're really trying with it instead of just like standing up there and preaching at them and it's boring. So you gotta make it fun. Pumpkin day is a hard day though. I don't, I don't recommend it, but I'll do it every year. <laughs> and that's me. I want a pumpkin day. That sounds fun. What if you had like, you incorporate a pumpkin into every meal and then you did pumpkin things all day. I want to make some pumpkin chili. Oh, yeah. I should do that soon. That's good stuff. So good. It's like one of my favorite fall dishes. Um. Anyway, I have been in a reading slump, but that doesn't mean that I have been in a book buying slump, which is a problem. <laughs> so I have purchased Shadow and Bone to add to my list and six of crows. So like I have all five books to read. I really want to get from blood and ash, like the whole series. So that is next on my list to acquire, but I did go to Libby and I got, so I have to get out of my reading slump like fast because I borrowed the second, third, fourth, and fifth Throne of Glass book. So I have three weeks to read those, which I can do if I read, which I think that I will. Finishing Throne of Glass felt really good because um, I just finished the first the first Throne of Glass the other day. So hopefully... Today I wanted to read, but I told myself that today was going to be a vlog editing day. So that is what I did. So you're welcome. Did you get your prequel? <laughs> I did. I did that because I know that the vlogs have been like looming over you. You have to feel so much better. Now it feels good because now I have like, um, now I have like a solid month where I f like don't have to, I don't have to feel like I have to get something done for it because I have them scheduled you know what I mean mm -hmm. so yeah that does feel good and hopefully I'll finish one more tonight before I go to bed um I feel good na, 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 na. yeah but yeah I don't know like I feel like I haven't really been doing a lot you just got back from vacation so this is true expected to do a lot yeah You're just chill babe you know, everyday normal life <laughs> We did go to Animal Kingdom the other morning, and that was fun. We just, like, went and got coffee. We actually ran into Imani, mm -hmm. who's in Discord all the time. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Shout out to her. It was nice meeting you and your new husband. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Congrats. They had the cutest couple shirts. They did. They had a Jack and Sally couple shirt. So it was cute. really cute. Aww. Um, but yeah, besides that, we haven't really done a whole lot. My turn? Yeah. I you have more to talk about. You've been running. You're like doing things with your life. <laughs> oh my you have been running. I ran five I miles like today. Running. She ran five, five miles, miles today. today. I've never gone that far before. Do you feel good? I feel accomplished that I did it. But my legs, legs are very tired. Like, yeah, I was gonna say. Do you feel like when did you get that runner high that people talk about? Um, I have felt that before. I didn't feel that today. 
Um, it's just, it is what it is. Like some days you have a really good run and some days you don't. Yeah. Um, today was like, I feel like when I'm doing a long run after I hit three miles, which is hard to get through to, then I'm like fine for the rest of it. But I just got to push to there. But yeah, I've been training up. It's less than a month away, which is really crazy. Um, and I finally finished One Last Stop, which is a very good book. Fate I felt feels super good. Highly recommend. And I think the next book I'm going to read is The X-Hex. I think I'm going to start that soon because it's like Halloween. I just bought that. Yeah. At the airport. I've never bought a book at the airport before. I don't know if I have. But... Yeah, really good. So that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That's good stuff. Um, so I haven't finished the book since we last recorded, which was like four days ago. <laughs> like but I do have bought books. So here's my question you, I want people wait, to answer. How many of you read this month huh? so far? How many of you read so far? Five, maybe? Uh, In October? I think so. Jeez. Maybe four. Let me look at my Goodreads. But here's my question. <sighs> when you were youngsters and you were like in school, like high school specifically, did you read the books that you were told to read? Yes. Um, no. Nope. Majority of the time, I did not. And um, so I finished Song of Achilles and I loved that book. Um, and I've always loved like Greek mythology. So I wanted to read more, more. Um, and... I've only read four this month, Tiffany. <laughs> and um, also, by the way, so I told Tiffany, I read a song of Achilles. I couldn't get it out of my mind. And so I wanted to watch Troy because like the movie with Brad Pitt, because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I remember when I'd watched it, I didn't remember like the whole story. Cause again, I never read the books in high school that I was supposed to. Um, and I was like watching it, which I'm like, yeah, Brad Pitt, you're hot, whatever. Uh, there are hotter men in my not in specifically my life but in the world um and i'm like all of these things are wrong i'm like you didn't die there you didn't die there you didn't die there i'm like she didn't do that that didn't happen <laughs> anyways it was all right <laughs> but oh so i um wanted to read i bought the odyssey because i was like oh you know what i want to read more about odysseus and like his journey and i was telling my friend that i've never read pride and prejudice and she was shocked because she loved that book. And I was like, well, I was told to read it in high school. And I read about half of it. And then I watched the miniseries with my friend who was in a different English class um, and just didn't finish the book. So I bought um, a copy of that, a really pretty copy from Barnes & Noble. It was only $10. So about the Iliad, the Odyssey, and Pride and Prejudice. So I'm going to like go back and read some more. Um and that's really I've been reading Kingdom of the Cursed and then I just saw some I just saw someone's review of it I'm like maybe a third of the way through and they like did not like it which makes me sad so I'm like am I not gonna like it but I'm trying not to like have them in my mind so like I skipped through like their whole review because I'm like I don't want to be influenced um I'm trying to think of like what else I'm doing just living my life i went through my clothes today so if you need to do that sometimes i just i get in the urge to literally throw everything away yeah um and i was looking at all my shirts that are hung up i think i have like 10 shirts maybe not even that that i have hung up and they're all tank tops and it's like "Hmm, maybe i should get other clothes because it's gonna be cold season soon and tank tops are don't do well in the winter no um it's sometimes it's like 
besides like sweaters yeah like well and i do have like i'll have t-shirts that like honestly i don't really like super tight clothing same but i have tight t-shirts that i like wear underneath my sweaters which like actually yeah. makes me feel better not feel better but like more I, comfortable makes you feel put together and it makes me feel yeah like yeah you i'll tuck my t-shirt into my jeans yes and i it don't just like to feel, feel better yes it's just like i'm here with you yes um, undershirts are life tuck them in yeah, i'm trying to think of like what else i've been doing just going through that um dancing to the monster mash yeah alana and i danced to the monster mash but yeah buying books i actually went out to a store because i wanted to get the paperback copy of court of thorns and roses so i could write in it um and then i bought i bought two books oh i bought the iliad at there and i bought tiffany that ghost book story and then I started watching this anime show, which is also kind of really weird. It's called Devil's Line or something like that, but it's only one season. So I'm like, do I even really want to watch this? It has to do like with vampires and they call them devils. I don't really. It just, And it got real weird the last episode I was watching. I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And I'm like, I also don't want to get sucked into like the anime and then it's not they don't finish it. And then I have to like read all the manga because I'm like, that's a lot of books. Um <laughs> that i have literally no room for um and i watched that movie today i was telling tiffany the one it's like the the devil in us all or something like that or the devil i have to look it up where's prada i was gonna uh, say no, that <laughs> it's got it's got harry melding is that his name who played dudley it's got robert pattinson oh, tom holland that, yeah the devil all the time so tom i watched holland. that today because i wanted something kind of like I really wanted like a spooky thing to watch, but I don't like scary movies because I get scared. Um, so like I'm thinking my creep level is like Corpse Bride kind of a thing or like Nightmare Before Christmas because now as an adult, that's not scary to me. Um, but I watched this and it was an interesting movie. Um, very violent. Um, so like definitely trigger warnings and all the things before you watch it. Um, but it's all right. I like Tim Holland. Bill Skarsgård's in it for a hot second. He's all right. His brother's hotter, in my opinion. Not that you need to, like, judge people <laughs> by their hotness. Um, but his brother's Alexander Skarsgård, if you don't know. Um, what are the last names? Skarsgård. Yeah. Their dad was so in Mamma Mia. Their brother was in Viking. Their Vikings, whatever that show is called. Um, so I'm just trying to live life. Also, I bought a new bedspread and let me tell you, it's comfy. It's super soft. I got you it from Target. You lay on top of it? Huh? You said you lay on top of it? I do. I lay on top and underneath it. <laughs> Are you a little and Sarah then, Burrito? Well, no. So like I'll lay on top of it because I don't always get under my covers, but I like to lay on my bed and read. And sometimes I want to be under the covers and sometimes I want to be on top. I also had to go through my blankets today. I only got rid of one. <laughs> We have so many. I have a drawer full. I don't wear t-shirts all the time. And I have a drawer full of Swiss shirts. That I'm like, well, I can't really get rid of these, but whatever. Anyways, I'm going to stop rambling because obviously I'm not doing anything with my life. Just trying to survive. You should. Um, Francis the fish is coming soon. Sign sign the, sh- the shirts from Swish that you want to get rid of and raffle them off to <laughs> you know i'll just throw them into crowds like they do at uh, football baseball game yes <laughs> uh, oh my god like, what the heck is this <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, Adele. Let's talk about her. I just love her, and her music um, is phenomenal. Her new single came out. Her album's coming out November 19th. Be there or be square. Just saying. Pre-order. Any <laughs> <laughs> oh, hoosies? That's my life. Are you sticking to it? I read and I know things. <laughs> For now. Oh, my goodness. What an episode. Who knew you could take a third of a chapter and turn it into this? <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> a third. It's a, a talent. Third. It's a gift. It's a gift we have. The gift of gab mm-hmm. is what some would say. Mm-hmm. What is this for? Hmm. For friends and feasts. All right. I don't know. For slugs and pizza. <laughs> slug pizzas. For slug pizzas. Oh, slug pizzas. Yeah. Not slug pizzas, but slug pizzas. Oh, just don't just put pizza salt and- on it if you got a slug pizza. Ew. Well, this okay. went in a very <laughs> odd direction. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Slug pizza? That's terrible. So it is cherry and unicorn. No one was laughing. So you're saying that my face is funny looking? Yes. Wow. I mean, you think the earth is flat, so. (laughs) Sarah. (laughs) <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so I mean, sometimes it seems like you have the whole package, and then you come out and say that the Earth is flat. It's dusty balls all over again. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Dusty balls. Bye, swishers.